Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 19th of October. UK consumer price inflation for September was basically in line with expectations. UK consumers started moving into slump territory back in the summer with the threat of higher energy bills leading to cuts in other forms of consumption. That has continued to be reflected in the ongoing disinflation in durable goods prices. What drove prices up last year is now driving inflation lower in 2022. As with the United States, used car price inflation is collapsing and consumer electronics are in significant deflation territory. A big driver of inflation in the UK was food prices. This may lead to some questioning of why food prices are rising so much. Food prices are overwhelmingly labour costs. In the UK, as with most developed economies, food is not food. The farmer gets a very small proportion of the retail price. In both food production and retail sectors, nominal wage growth is below 8% year over year, which raises questions as to why food prices are rising at a 42-year high of 14.6% year-over-year. Of course, because consumers have a romantic idea that food prices are somehow related to agricultural commodity prices, it may be that consumers believe a story that food price increases are justified by commodity price increases, enabling profit margin expansion in the food food chain. Euro-area final consumer price inflation data for September is due, but this rarely changes from the flash release. In the United States, we have the release of housing starts and permits data. This follows on from another decline in the National Association of Home Builders survey yesterday, which is survey evidence and so needs to be treated with caution, but nevertheless is consistent with the narrative of a construction sector rapidly facing a slump. The higher cost of borrowing has effectively choked off demand and is creating all sorts of distortions in the consumer price inflation data as an indirect consequence. The ongoing weakening in home building coincides with a levelling off of relevant employment. On the surface, this seems strange. Why are employee numbers not falling when residential construction is so weak? There is likely a mix of misreporting, self-employed workers are poorly covered in jobs data, and underemployment. Working three days a week rather than five days a week means that you are employed, but of course have less income and may also be looking for a second or indeed a third job outside of the sector to help keep household income stable. It's reported that US President Biden is prepared to release more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. What matters is less the release of crude oil and more the release of refined oil, because pouring a barrel of crude oil into the family fleet of sports utility vehicles will have rather negative consequences. Because gasoline is a high-frequency purchase, a very high-frequency purchase in the United States, this is a price that consumers, and critically voters, are sensitive to in the run-up to midterm elections. The European Union has been acting in a similar vein, with the Commission proposing rules to try and limit gas prices, but without a formal gas price cap, however. 
We have more central bank speakers milling around the financial markets today, saying things. U.S. Federal Reserve President Kashkari suggested yesterday that the Fed should keep hiking rates after 4.5% if inflation was still rising at that point. There is a troubling undertone to that remark, which again lends support to the idea that the Fed may overshoot on its policy interest rates. Inflation will, of course, tend to lag the drivers of inflation. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.